With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is the Steel Curtain Network. Dave Schofield coming at you again Thursday morning, final Thursday of March. That means in exactly four weeks, it will be the final Thursday in April, which will be the first night of the 2023 NFL Draft. Woo! Four weeks away. Four weeks away, less than a month. Less than a month. Well, less than a month February, but less than a month. Why do I love the draft so much? I love it like I like free agency. It's the whole notion of you're going to have new members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's exciting to to think about these things, to have it pushing forward. Whew. Yeah, it's there's no offseason in the NFL. There's offseason, but it, there's no offseason in the news of the NFL. There's always something. The, the closest thing you get to it is the end of June through the biggest part of July um, when even, you know, my goodness, even the front offices take off then. But that's all to get ready for training camp. And something still happens then. But, man, oh, man, there's just there's so much to do here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The free agencies keep going on. It's, you know, it really slows down. But there's still moves that can be made. Um, the Steelers still lose players. They can still gain players. At any moment, something can happen. It's exciting. But you know what's exciting? Being here with my nerds of steel ready to go. Whew, I got a question this week that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, it's actually something that I'm pretty sure we did last year, but it's time to update. And I didn't even go back and look at last year's numbers. I just did it again because it was going to change some things. And it's dealing with the NFL draft. So I went ahead, ran the numbers again, compiled the data again, just because sometimes it's easier to run data uh, again than it is to add to the data you already ran. So let's dive into this question and see what we can do. This comes from 20th Century Icon. This is on Twitter, uh, whose handle is at Dave90125. 
And this was replying to the tweet that I put out last week that I needed some more questions. Now, I, I still have some. It's great. Um, I have another one out there to answer as well. Um, just, you know, trying to divide up my topics a little bit. But I'm still looking for questions on Twitter, at STLR Superfandad. Um, when it comes to email, it's STLRSuperfandad at gmail.com. Thank you all very much, my nerds of steel, to let me have stuff that you want to hear. So here we go. This says a lot of people are saying, uh, wait, I'm not looking at the right tweet. That's the other one that I still need to answer. Oh, I even gave him credit. So 20th century icon, I will let you know right now, your tweet is the one that will be answered very soon. Um, so, but I had, I had another one here. I found the right one. Here we go. This is from John Myers. This is JK Myers 91 on Twitter. Um, he says, have we done draft by position? What's the likelihood of positions going in higher rounds versus lower rounds? See if there are trends year to year in Steelers selections. Yes, we've looked at this, but the data changes every year. The data changes every year. So we're just going to go ahead and get into this. Whew. So now that I'm straight and got, you know, me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big Twitterverse person. Um, not very, um, keen to the tweeting. So sorry that I messed up and started to read the long, wrong tweet, but you know what? That That's just who I am. Um, and it's okay. They're like, wait, you're not good with technology. Not that I'm not good with technology. I'm just not a social social media guy. But uh, re- really, it's, uh, love that you all reach out to me there. I, I even had some people that I was just answering some questions um, through some through some, some things this week. So, hey, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter anytime. I do. I do check my messages and respond. So here we go. Let's look at the draft, and it's very simple. You could go back and look at the quote-unquote Kevin Colbert era. doesn't do any good. It's not Kevin Colbert anymore. It's Omar Khan. It's Andy Weidel. But what we can do is go back and look at the Mike Tomlin era because that's the one part of the equation that's still there. Well, that's not the one, the only one part because you still got Art Rooney the second. So if you look under Mike Tomlin – now. It's going to be different this year. It's going to be different. So you could say you start over with a clean slate. That would be understandable if you want to look at that under the new GM regime. But we don't have any data for them. So we're going to look at the Mike Tomlin data. And what's going to be interesting is to see, is this going to help us predict stuff this year? I'm going to say no, because this is might tell us how things look different when we look at it this year if we go back and compare it. So that's what makes this interesting to look at. So I'm diving in. I did it by round, and then I also broke it up into into a couple different ways. So you'll see it as we go. So I'm going by position. Um, I did separate things in the secondary, like safety and corner. This is based on just what this player's overall viewed to be. Um, Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I think Marcus Allen ended up in the linebacker. I'd have to go back and double check that. Um, for, you know, because sometimes players, you know, even change a position. Um, so I did it based on that. I did not split up offensive line when I totaled things, but I did as I went along. Um, you'll see how that how that goes when I look at how much they drafted. Um, so I kind of did it as a sidebar, but like I, so my groups are offensive line tight end, wide receiver, running back, quarterback on the offense, 
On defense, you have defensive line, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, cornerback, and safety. Those are the categories. I think they make sense. I hope you all would agree. Um, Unfortunately, there's no one here to answer me right now. So I'm going to pretend that you all nodded your head and say, yeah, that makes sense. So thanks. We're all on the same page. So here we go. Round one. This is spread out. This is spread out because there's there's been 15 picks under Mike Tomlin in the first round. 15. And they, they're they not spread out evenly over offense and defense, but they're spread out over position where there's no position group that has more than three. That is not the case in any other round. Not the case in any other round. The next lowest one is is four in round four, when, where it's kind of spread out as well. Um, and there's also four in round six, four in round seven, but yeah, three. And But there's a couple different ones that are three. The Steelers have drafted three outside linebackers under Mike Tomlin, three outside linebackers. But what they've also done is they've also drafted three inside linebackers under Mike Tomlin. So that's uh, what what those numbers are. Now, are they are they back-to-back players or everything? Are they spread out? They're more spread out, okay? So if you look at the inside linebackers, Lawrence Timmons was Mike Tomlin's first draft pick. They didn't draft another inside linebacker um, until Ryan Shazier. So they went from 2007 to 2014, and then again with Devin Bush in 2019. That's that's how that position goes. Uh, the, the, the first outside linebacker, outside linebacker, sorry, that they drafted in the first round was Jarvis Jones in 2013, then Bud Dupree in 2015, and TJ Watt in 2017. So they went every other year for a while, haven't addressed that in the first round since 2017. So the, the, those are the top two when it comes to the first round. Then there's, they've drafted two defensive linemen, and they've drafted two offensive linemen. So the defensive lineman, you know, you got Ziggy Hood in 2009 and you've got Cam Hayward in 2011. So they haven't drafted a defensive lineman in the, in the first round since Cam Hayward. Um, when it comes to the offensive line, that's another one that's almost as far back because it went <laughs> in a four-year stretch. It went defensive line, offensive line, defensive line, offensive line from 2009 through 2012 because it went Ziggy Hood. Marquise Pouncey, center, Cam Hayward, David DeCastro, guard. Okay, so two offensive linemen under Mike Tomlin, one guard, one center. They've also drafted two running backs. They did in 2008 and in 2021. That was Rashard Hall, Najee Harris. One quarterback, Kenny Pickett. That's it, under Mike Tomlin, last year. That makes sense. That's what it was. One safety, Terrell Edmonds, 2018, recently departed. And only one cornerback with Artie Burns in 2016. So if you kind of look at the trend, it started off with under Mike Tom, first round picks, went linebacker, running back. They went, they went back and forth defense and offense because it went linebacker, running back, defensive line, offensive line, defensive line, offensive line. Then there was a huge trend starting in 2013 all the way through 2019, all defense in the first round. Uh, Outside linebacker, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, cornerback, outside linebacker, safety, linebacker. Then they went running back quarterback. That's the first round. I broke this down a little bit more in there just so you could see. Now, things to note. There were, from this round, and I did this as well, what positions did they not, have they not drafted under Mike Tomlin? 
They have not drafted an offensive tackle in the first round. They have not drafted a wide receiver in the first round. And they have not drafted a tight end in the first round. That's what, that's what you got. There have been 10 players drafted on defense versus five on offense, so it's a two-to-one ratio. But the last two were on offense. That's the only time the Steelers have gone back-to-back offense in the first round under Mike Tomlin. And, it's, and these two years, you know, t- 2021, uh, there was no first-round pick in 2020, uh, unless you wanted to count Minka Fitzpatrick. But, you know, they, they got him for the first-round pick, but he doesn't count as their pick. Um, when we just look at the actual selection in the draft. So that's the first round. That's the way it breaks down. Um, Those are just some of the interesting numbers. That's the one that I think has the most discrepancy between offense and defense. I think I lied. I think I lied. The sixth round actually has more discrepancy. Um, When we'll get there, because there's also more six-round picks the Steelers have drafted almost as many sixth-round defenders have they ha- as they've had first-round draft picks under Mike Tomlin. That's pretty interesting. So let's go to let, let's let's go to uh, round two. Round two is moving on. Now the question is, does it swing back? Do the Steelers, since they draft more defense in round one, do they draft more offense in round two? The answer is yes. They've had fourteen second-round draft picks with five being on defense and nine on offense. And those picks are, you're going to love this, five wide receivers. After no wide receivers in the first round, five second-round wide receivers. Two outside linebackers, two cornerbacks, cornerbacks, got to make sure I pronunciate there, two offensive linemen, both of which were tackles, um, one defensive lineman, one running back, and one tight end. So when you when you look at that, what have the Steelers not drafted in the second round? They haven't drafted a second round quarterback. They haven't dra- drafted um, a second round interior offensive lineman. No guards or centers, just tackles. They have not drafted a second round safety, and they ha- have not drafted a second round inside linebacker. It's no second round inside linebacker. So that's that's just kind of interesting to see there. So if you l- really look at at the trend, my goodness, as of recently. The second round has been dominated by receivers. The last time the Steelers drafted a player in the second round that wasn't a receiver, not wide receiver, receiver, because I'm throwing tight end in there, was in 2016 with Sean Davis. Because they went Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Chase Claypool, Pat Freyermuth, George Pickens. That's where the Steelers have been drafting their, their offensive weapons in the receiving department. So that was kind of a trend. So the so the last five picks have been offensive players in the second round. They, was, they had a year of they, they had gone three years of defensive players in the second round in a row before that. Then it was three years of offensive players before that, and then they had jumped back and forth between offense and defense prior to that. So it, it's kind of interesting to see how that all plays out. And as I said before, five defensive players, nine offensive players. And what's crazy is two of those five defensive players were in the first three years under Mike Tomlin when it came to the second round. Steelers have really poured on um, their being there in the offense uh, with those. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go ahead to the third round, and then we're going to sum up what would now be day one and day two of the NFL draft. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. But here's the third round. The Steelers have had 21 third-round draft picks under Mike Tomlin. 
because that's when you start to get um, compensatory draft picks thrown in there and all those great things. The Steelers, after drafting five wide receivers in the second round, they've drafted six wide receivers in the third round. Seriously, six wide receivers in the third round. They are Deontay Johnson, Marcus Wheaton, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, Sammy Coates, and they have Dre Archer listed as a wide receiver. Um, don't know if that's really what he was or not, but it's what he was listed at, so I went with it. Um, so, you know, that could that could have that number off just a tick. So six wide receivers, four cornerbacks, three offensive linemen, which are two tackles and one center. We know who that center is in the third round. Don't remind me. Two defensive linemen, two outside linebackers, one inside linebacker, one quarterback, one running back, and one tight end, which brings to a total of nine defensive players and 12 offensive players. And the only position that the Steelers have not drafted in the third round under Mike Tomlin is safety. Now, I bring that up for a reason, because if you think back to what I've said over these rounds, there was one safety in the first round, none in the second round, and none in the third round. The Steelers have only drafted one safety in the first two days of the NFL draft, in the first three rounds, since Mike Tomlin has become the head coach. And that was Terrell Edmonds, who is now gone. They just simply haven't drafted safety high on their list. So let's go ahead and look at these totals for the first couple of days. All right. The player, or sorry, the position that they have drafted the most is wide receiver with 11 players, despite having none in the first round. Then they've drafted seven outside linebackers, seven offensive linemen, which breaks down to four tackles, a guard, and two centers. They've drafted seven cornerbacks, five defensive linemen, four linebackers, four running backs, two quarterbacks, two tight ends, and one safety. So, And even though the Steelers have twice as many defensive players drafted in the first round as offensive players under Mike Tomlin, they have drafted more offensive players in the first three rounds. They've drafted 26 offensive players to 24 defensive players of their 50 selections. So that's pretty interesting that how that breaks down. So when the Steelers draft wide receivers, they have more of a tendency to draft them early. And you'll see that as, as we as we power through this. Same with outside linebackers. They're just not, you know, I mean, they, they still draft them later, but not at the frequency that they do otherwise. Where So you'll see as we go, in the second half of the draft is where they really kick in in defensive line and offensive line even more. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take our break now. And we're going to come back and we're going to look at round by round through round of round four, five, six, and seven. Then we'll look at all day, all day three picks, quote unquote day three picks, and then look at those totals and then look at the overall totals of everything and how it goes to see how this might work out. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. When my phone rang, she found someone new. It's no surprise how life
All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I hope you are ready to dive into this. We've already looked at the first three rounds of the NFL draft under Mike Tomlin to say, what have they done? What are they used to drafting? What do they do the most? Yeah, the answer is wide receiver. That's what they do the most. Um, Wide receiver, outside linebacker. See, I also looked inside linebacker. I was kind of, you know, I was kind of surprised at that. They, they've taken, they, they took three, what is it, how many? Three in the first round, but only one other sense, for the, for meaning going through the day three picks. They only have, uh, you know, three first round inside linebackers. The only inside linebacker that they've taken in the second or third round under Mike Tomlin was Sean Spence back in 2012. So that was just another tidbit that I found interesting. I thought I'd throw in there. But let's roll on to day four. Day four is when you start getting even more picks that the Steelers have had. Um, Actually, not this one as much. Day four isn't as much. Um, Not day four. Why am I saying day four? Fourth round. Fourth round. I think you know what I'm trying to say. Ooh, it's been a lot to get this all together. So here we go. Round four. Where the Steelers have drafted the most is actually offensive linemen. They've drafted four of them. Three tackles and one guard. Uh, Two of the starters for the Pittsburgh Steelers this past season were drafted in the fourth round. Kevin Dotson and Dan Moore Jr. So that kind of makes sense that you can see that. They've drafted two wide receivers, two running backs, two quarterbacks, two cornerbacks, two defensive tackles, one safety, one outside linebacker, one linebacker, inside linebacker, and one punter. Ooh, that's really spread out there. The only position they have not drafted in the fourth round, I mean, I've thrown punter in now. We're just grouping that in with specialists. Um, was a tight end. They have not. They did not dra- have it drafted a tight end in the fourth round under Mike Tomlin. Uh, I thought they were going to in 2017. They waited to the fifth round for, for Zach Gentry it is what it is. So that comes to a total of seven defense, 10 offense. So once again, if you go through day, if you go through, I keep saying day four, if you go through round four, it, it, the gap widens where now you're talking 36 total offensive players to 31 defensive players. So that now, now you've got a difference all the way up to five. So it starts out defensive heavy and then it really pours on with the offense. So it, it, it's interesting with, with some of these players, how it ultimately works out. Like, for example, last year, Calvin Austin. Hasn't hasn't played yet. Um, wasn't able to play. Um, it is what it is. So I found it intriguing that the Steelers have only had 17 fourth-round picks um, when they had, you know, 21 third-rounders. Uh, just, just, just thought that was interesting. And they'll have 19 fifth-rounders when we get to there. So some of the fourth-rounders, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll do a couple running backs, like both Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland were there. Um and not all of these guys necessarily stick with the Steelers. Um, here's, here's something that's interesting. Not one of the Steelers' fourth-round draft picks have ever been to a Pro Bowl for anybody since Mike Tomlin's been the coach. Just putting that out there. Not like you would expect fourth-round picks to be, to be Pro Bowlers, but it's just one of those things that it just simply hasn't happened. So let's move on to round five. If you move on to round five, now you see it. You know, it's still pretty balanced, but there is one more defender than than offensive guy for round five. But the number that they've drafted, this is where this one really jumps out to me. How about six cornerbacks drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fifth round? Six. And what's crazy is two of them 
ended up never playing in the NFL. Uh, Terry Hawthorne and Shaquille Richardson. In 2013-2014, back-to-back years, neither one of them ever appeared in an NFL game. So that's an interesting one. But there was another, you know, and that's you're going to get this with fifth-rounders. I like guard Cameron Stevenson. He, he didn't. He didn't start or play in any games either. So for here we go. We got six corners, three tight ends, three offensive linemen, which is one tackle and two guards, two inside linebackers, two running backs, one defensive lineman, one quarterback, and one safety. The only positions not drafted in the fifth round under Mike Tomlin are two that are pretty popular up high: outside linebacker and wide receiver. No outside linebackers or wide receivers in round five. Just kind of interesting that, that, that that's the way it went, which uh, I don't know if that's really a trend or not, but that's just some some interesting stuff. Let's go ahead and roll to round six. Not, not an awful lot to say there about round five, um, and I don't know how much we'll even have to say about round six, um, except for this is one that sees a huge swing in the other direction, huge swing in the other direction, and that is this. 19, 19 players drafted in the sixth round. 14 on defense and only five on offense. That's right. 14 on defense, only five on offense. It's four defensive line, four cornerback, four outside linebacker, two safeties, two wide receivers, one offensive lineman, which was a guard, one tight end, one running back, and one long snapper. So I have to say that about tight end. That was last year. That was that, that was last year. So... 14 to 5. 14 to 5. That's a crazy number. Now, I'll go ahead and say there were some of these once again that never played in an NFL game. And they were and they were all def- defenders. Travis Feeney, outside linebacker, never played in an NFL game. Jordan Zumwalt, linebacker, never played in an NFL game. And Mike Humpal, I think I said that right, never played in an NFL game. Who? But then, you know, you get some guys like, you know, Rashawn Harris. He only played in two. Um, and it, that's what happens in the sixth round. The fact that they have so many guys that at least played somewhere um, is crazy. If you want to know who has – I mean, you can throw out one of those five offensive players in Antonio Brown. There you've got – oh, do you have any pro bowlers there? Yeah, you got Antonio Brown with four pro bowls four, – sorry, seven pro bowls, four all pro – and, and things of that nature. If you look beyond him, who's the other player drafted in the sixth round with the most games started in the NFL, not necessarily for the Steelers? That's Vince Williams, okay? That that was a pretty good pick. Then if you go down just looking at games played, double-digit games played, Ryan Mundy. Most of his games were played for the Steelers, but not all of them. He, he played some other places. And shockingly, Isaiah Bugs has played, you know, he started 20 games. Now, now, this was game started, what Yvonne said with Ryan Monday, 30 games started. Because he had almost 100 games played. But Isaiah Bugs, 20 games started. And, yeah, he I think he signed to a pretty, pretty decent deal to go back to the Lions. He just happened to be with the Steelers when they had a lot of depth at the defensive line. Um, and now maybe not so much. So that was the sixth round. Of course, you know, I had to throw in one long snapper. Um, so, so far they've got two specialists. So, oh, 
I counted that wrong. When I said that there was that there was 19 players drafted, there was 20. I didn't count the specialist. Just like back in round four, I said there was only 17. There was 18. I forgot the specialist there too. I was just looking at offense and defense. I apologize. A thousand pardons. Hopefully you'll forgive me because, you know, we don't think about the specialists as much. <laughs> so, which we should because you don't think about them until you desperately need them. You don't realize how much you need a long snapper until you, you lose your first game of the season because yours gets hurt. I'll just leave it there. Not, not that the Steelers had that happen. They just took advantage of it. Here we go. Seventh round. Seventh round. Total of 22 selections so far under Mike Tomlin. They've had four defensive linemen, three offensive linemen, which is two tackles in the center, three tight ends, three wide receivers, two safeties, two linebackers, one outs that's inside linebackers, one outside linebacker, one corner, one quarterback, one running back, and one punter. When looking at the positions on offense and defense, there are none of them that they did not draft. I forgot to say that for round six. Round six, the Steelers have never drafted a corner, a tackle, or a quarterback in round six under Mike Tomlin. But for round seven, they've hit them all. They have hit them all. They were missing um, – last year they were missing quarterback. They got it. Before that they were missing – well, you could say punter, but I'm not really counting that one. Um any, anyway, but those are who the Steelers have. And believe it or not, a lot of their seventh-round draft picks have at least started games. A couple of players have you know, started for a season, um, which, is, which is good stuff, but not necessarily all for the Steelers. Um, you know, they don't have pro bowlers coming from the seventh round. They, 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 you just don't normally get that. But that was 10 defenders, 11 offensive players, and one special teams player. That's the way it breaks down for the Steelers' seventh round. Let's look at the day three totals. Let's look at what the Steelers have done drafting on day three um, under Mike Tom. And like I said, I can't remember when they split the draft up to three days. We're just basing it off what it would be um, in, in, in today's standards. So those day three totals are this. The most is a tie between offensive line and defensive line at 11. The Steelers draft 11 offensive linemen, which is six tackles, four guards, and a center that were round four or later. The Steelers have drafted 11 defensive linemen, nine cornerbacks, nine inside linebackers, seven wide receivers, seven tight ends. So they've drafted as many tight ends as wide receivers when you talk about day three. Um, six safeties, which you know kind of makes sense because they hardly draft any early. Six running backs. Uh, six outside linebackers, four quarterbacks, and three special teams players. That's what the what the breakdown is just for rounds four through seven, the day three picks. That's 41 defensive players, 35 offensive players, and three special teamers. That's what the Steelers have done in day three under Mike Tomlin. All right, now let's look at everything as a whole. Whew. What have they drafted the most? That's a tie. And they're both on the offensive side. They have drafted 18 offensive linemen. That makes sense. You got to fill five spots. They've drafted 18. 10 are tackles, five are guards, three are centers. They've drafted 18 wide receivers. That makes sense. You can use up to five of them at times. Okay. They've drafted 16 cornerbacks. That makes sense. You're generally using at least two, three, maybe some cases four for a play. 16 defensive linemen. So almost as many defensive linemen as offensive linemen, 
But generally, you're getting three defensive linemen at a time, and a lot of times anymore, it's only two. I think the Steelers average like 2.3, you know, defensive linemen per play when you look at the average in the snaps played. All right, where were we? 16 defensive linemen, 13 outside linebackers, 13 inside linebackers, uh, 10 running backs, nine tight ends, seven safeties, six quarterbacks, and three special teams players. To me, what stands out the most there is the seven safeties because you're playing two safeties, sometimes three. And yet the Steelers have only drafted seven since 2007. Very interesting that that's uh, one of the positions that they just haven't drafted much. So that that's going to be that's going to be the back of the mind of a lot of Steelers fans when you only have one safety that you've drafted, you lost one of them, um, and you know, and, and you lost him earlier this year. So right now, the the two main safeties that the Steelers have uh, are uh, they acquired via trade and via free agency. The other, the other main two safeties that they have, free agency and a seventh-round draft pick. A seventh-round draft pick. So the Steelers have one safety on their roster now that they've drafted, but they've only drafted seven so far. Let's break this down. 65 defense, 61 offense, three special teams. So to me, if you really want to look at what, do you, what are the Steelers going to do, generally you're going to grab, you know, at least one offensive lineman, if not two. At least one wide receiver. Now, could the Steelers go without a wide receiver this year? They could, simply because they double-dipped last year. But they didn't take any of the year before. So that would be kind of unusual. I wouldn't be shocked for them to take one. It just The only question is where. Uh, corner, 16 corners over that time. I think they're going to take a corner. The biggest question is how high. They've only taken one in the first round and two in the second round under Mike Tomlin. Then, then the next is defensive line. I think that's another one that the Steelers should, should be looking into. The question is, do the Steelers really need another – well, they don't even have a fifth and sixth-round draft pick this year. Do they need another seventh-round draft pick defensive lineman? No. If they're going to go defensive line, they should, even round four is a little bit iffy. If they're going to do one, try to, try to get one significant this year. Um, 13 outside linebackers. Without the Steelers drafting outside linebacker, it's really going to depend on if they sign someone else in free agency. Um, 13 inside linebackers, I would not be shocked for the Steelers to, to find one or to look at one this year. 10 running backs, I don't think that's coming this year. Nine tight ends after signing back Zach Gentry, it would have, the draft would have to fall right for that, in my opinion. Seven safeties, man, I think they got to go there. I think they got to go there at some point. Um, six quarterbacks. I have an article coming out about this sometime, um, probably, you know, if not Friday over the weekend, about I don't think the Steelers are going to go quarterback this year. Because remember, they drafted six quarterbacks from Mike Tomlin. Two of them were last year. Two of them were last year. And people are like, oh, what a waste of a pick to take Chris Soledoke in the seventh round. The Steelers needed a fourth quarterback. And who, in their right mind, as an undrafted free agent that is of any quality, would want to go to a team that signed arguably the number one free agent quarterback and took the top, the only one who took a quarterback in the first round of the draft and, and still had another quarterback on the roster that already had, you know, their top three pretty much locked in the Steelers. It was going to be tough for them to find one. So as I've said many times, seventh round draft picks are really like um, undrafted free agents. You don't want to fight for, they didn't want to fight for a quarterback this year. Even though the Steelers only have two quarterbacks at this time, 
that's an appealing spot for an undrafted quarterback where I think the Steelers could, could pick up two undrafted quarterbacks and not have to draft one. And that way you got four coming into camp. And the reason that that's appealing is you got a shot to land on the roster because the Steelers generally keep three. And I, 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 well, I will tell you, they will keep three. The only question is, do they keep the third on the practice squad, which they usually don't do, but we have a different GM now. You got to remember that. So that that's making these decisions for the Steelers. So that'll be interesting to see. So to me, I think the Steelers could grab their quarterbacks as undrafted free agents if they think that they have players that will be there because it's an attractive place to go. Now, last year, not so much. Um, you know, but maybe the Steelers make a signing at that position before the draft. That would change everything. So that's a that's the breakdown of everything when it comes to the draft. I hope that was um, a suitable answer. So, hey, make sure you're checking out all of our shows here at Seal Curtain Network. We've got th- at least three coming every day. We got the morning, noon lineup um, Monday, Wednesday, or sorry, Monday through Friday, and uh, YouTube shows in the evening. That then, that then end up on the audio form late that night, so they're also available early the next morning. Over the weekends, we've, we've got two shows each day. Um, lots of great stuff. Make sure you're checking out what Ian's talking about after this show. And if you didn't check out last night's uh, – uh, I keep wanting to call it. No, you're anybody, but it's not. It's the curtain call because it's the offseason. Make, sure make sure you check that out. And if also – just check out Fans First Sports Network and see if there's some some other stuff out there. We're going to be having a national NFL feed with some good stuff, with some fantasy stuff, perhaps. Uh, most likely, you know, definitely draft talk. And as you all know, draft talk comes year round when it comes to the NFL. So we'll have some dra- and just some overall NFL stuff that's coming soon. So trust me, we'll be sending you that way whenever that happens. And of course, check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That website still exists. And as I always say to close these out, thanks for kicking out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.